Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. And if you offer something like my short story session is at the same price point as my hour used to be. So people might go like, oh, I'm only getting 30 minutes and I'm paying the same as I used to pay for an hour. That might bother like one in every 25 people. But honestly, like if they know you and you've worked with them before, for me, they trust me and they love their photos. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, Audrey and I are talking about a question that she had for me about switching around pricing. And I think now that I'm sort of reflecting on our conversation, this is almost like a private coaching session. So if you are confused about what to offer, if you want to hear exactly what my prices are and what I offer family clients and some of the stumbling blocks that I've corrected over the years and stuff that's working really well for me now, this is the episode for you. Everything from what's included in my family sessions, why I include that, how I've communicated to my clients, pricing changes, and, you know, the very best of what I love in my business right now, then this is the episode for you. Before that, here are a few words from the folks that support this show. You've heard me talk about pick time before, but don't skip past this. This is big news from pick time. It's a game changer. I am so excited about this. This is going to change my business for sure. Pick time is now offering blogs. Yeah, blogs. What does that mean? You can go directly to your gallery. So let's say you have a beautiful mini session gallery that you've already shared with your clients that's already connected to your awesome store where they can buy stuff. And you can just, with like the click of two buttons, make all of those photos in that gallery into a beautiful blog post. Not only that, you can get a link to that blog post, which takes people to pick time, or this is my favorite part, you can get an embed code. You can literally create this in seconds and embed it on your own website so that you can get the SEO traffic if you want to. But if you wanted to just make a quick blog post for say a wedding client to look through or a really easy way to tell a story, there's so many cool features with this. It is the newest product from PickTime and it is going to change the game. You don't need to upload images twice. This is optimized for SEO. There's tons of customizable color palettes, font collections, photo grids and multiple layouts. So if you want your blog to look a certain way, you can do that. There's slideshows. You can allow videos or GIFs, all that stuff. You can embed directly into the blog post. It's amazing. 
This feature is coming soon in February. As of this recording, which is February 2nd, it should be well on its way. If you are not a paid member of PickTime and you would like to take part in this when all of this launches in the next few days, go to PickTime and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, that's PHOTOBIZHELP, to get one month free. So this is like the best thing ever. You can try it for a month, keep paying if you want to, and that's it. It's a great deal. I swear this is going to change everything and it's going to save people so much time. So head over to PickTime and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP for one month free and enjoy this new blog feature. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. I love that I can see your cat in this video that no one can see, but they're just listening to. You have a pretty cat. Yes, she's so cute. Oh, she's super snuggly. She'll like come up to me and and meow and like rub against your leg and and she wants me to hold her. So then I have to hold her for a while and like carry her around. So cute. <laughs> like a baby. Oh, that's sweet. You know, she is. She's a good little girl. Well, so what's going on? with you well i mean it's valentine's day it is people will probably hear this like a month from now but that's okay i mean yeah it's raining in minnesota on valentine's day which is creepy and it's like 40 degrees it's been so warm all week it's supposed to be like 20 degrees just for people that don't like we're supposed to have piles of snow on the ground this is the deep freeze of winter Instead, it's all melting and it's raining and it's just weird. It's a strange, strange winter. Yeah, I'm curious like what flooding will be like in the spring because it usually there's certain areas where it just always floods every year. My grandparents farm, for example, Mm. and we got so much snow. I don't remember ever seeing this much snow since I was a kid and now it's rapidly melting. Yeah, I wonder if it'll help the flooding if it's kind of like because it's melting and freezing and melting and freezing. Mm. So we got rid of like half of it. I don't know how any of that works. Science. Science. How are you? Pretty good. So we usually record every couple of weeks or so. And I'm trying to think of anything that's happening since we last spoke in photo world. I just did some minis. I rented a house. Oh, yeah. I saw that and I thought that was so cool that you rented a house. It was so cool. And I'm going to for sure do it again because it's such a different vibe than a studio. But now that there's some of 
these options available where you can actually go into someone's home. It's ideal because, you know, it's cozy and it's got like that home feel. So yeah. Was it through Airbnb or was it someone you knew whose house you used? It's a client of mine who also posts it on like Peer Space or whatever. Okay. And so we traded and then I did the the photos there and paid the difference of whatever. I don't even think I paid this time, which is a great deal. I that's I feel like my brain is my creative wheels are spinning. I'm like, oh, I could find like a really cute little cabin and do yes. like like so many things. I never really thought about renting a house. Do you remember how we started a business called Photo Spaces? <laughs> sure do. Sure do. Do you remember how the the pandemic started and then ruined everything? So for people that don't know this, and I still have the LLC and all the accounts and everything, but I started a company right before COVID called Photo Spaces. And we, the idea was that photographers could rent out unique spaces, so not studios, cool restaurants, cool houses, cool whatever, and rent those places out to use for like one hour-ish photo shoots. So it was meant for people that do a lot of like headshots and things like that. And the the broader dream was like, imagine going to any city and just pulling it up and being like, oh my gosh, look at all these, all these cool places that I could possibly shoot. And PeerSpace is doing that and Airbnb to some extent, but we were kind of digging into some of the cooler, I guess, restaurants and like, yeah, record stores. Yeah. Record stores, that kind of stuff, you know, old diners, that kind of thing, just to give, give people a, like places that are operating you know as businesses essentially and then COVID hit so that was fun (laughs) I still think that's such a cool idea I don't know yeah it's a lot of work but I think you know I don't know why I'm talking about this to everyone but I guess we'll see what happens with it if we ever bring it back I don't know if I'm built to to run a business like that but at the same time you know it's like the best businesses solve a problem that you have yeah and it's definitely a problem. Yeah. Especially here in the Midwest. When it's like it is outside right now for half the year. I know. It's gross. Right now is like the grossest day. It's like dirty snow and it's wet and it's cold. It's just gross. It's all of you can't. Even, it doesn't matter how hardcore outdoorsy you are. This isn't fun weather. Period. Everything is like one color. <laughs> gray it's it's hard to explain but it's like everything is just kind of this grayish poopy brownish gray poopy sky the snow the trees (sighs) but pretty soon it'll be spring yeah but anyway all that to say it was great fun to shoot in a house and i'm gonna do it again i did headshots and a couple of small families one of the things If you're going to experiment with minis indoors, especially if you're in a crappy weather place, one of the things that was really important that I'm glad that I mentioned in the initial sign-up for the mini announcements was groups of six or less. So Mm -hmm. the last thing you want to do is be in this cute house with, you know, nice little couches and spaces and then have a family of eight or ten sign up because... There's just not, there just isn't the space to do that kind of thing. Um, unless it's a giant house. Fair enough. You can make that call. But I really don't enjoy shoots bigger than like six-ish. So I just made that call. And I understand if you have five kids, that sucks. But, um, you know, I just, you have to wait for the outdoor ones then. because Or if you want to have extended family, 
that sucks too because I, I was just really firm on the six yeah and it just made it so much less stressful to just know that like the biggest group I had was four well I guess five the family that owns the house but one of them's a little baby so it's not like trying to get like eight adults right all like posing and I don't know yep it's a disservice to them if you have them in a space that's not actually gonna look good and work for their photos they should know you know yeah I have an indoor extended family. It's a smaller extended family. It's like seven people mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, Seven's not bad. But that's, no. Yeah, that's fine. And I kind of explained, like, we'll just do some pose stuff. But the, they really want more documentary style. Um, they're making brunch, playing cards. So we got some activities. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't done a lot of shooting. And I, like, am itching. Yeah. For it. Me either. Ready. Well, I just did a I did a story session brunch with a family where I went to their house and it was I think like 10 of them. But because it was a story session, it was an hour. And so there was no pressure, you know? It's like I had the time I needed to set up the shots and kind of really take my time grouping people and that kind of stuff. So I think maybe the point I'm making is if you're going to do mini sessions, mine are 15 minutes and you're going to try and get like a huge group of good photos. It's just, you don't have the the time. So I think there is a difference in the, the type of shoot you're doing too. Right. I feel like this is a good segue into the question that I was going to ask. Yeah. I don't even know what your question is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I know what my question is. I just know that I need some guidance on. Okay, so for the last couple years, I've been, I feel like every 12 months I go through this like midlife crisis, creative crisis type thing where I'm just like, oh, something doesn't feel right. I need to blow it all up. I don't like my editing. Something's off. And I feel like I've figured out the solution, but I don't know how to implement it and The problem was that there's kind of two types of portrait sessions that I do. One is more of a mini session vibe. They just want quick updated photos uh, at a park. You know, I don't want to say generic. That doesn't sound like a few good ones. That's that's my language. Do you just need a few good ones? Like that's kind of most. Yeah, because you'll get those inquiries. But I just need a few good photos for whatever. And that to me is mini session vibes. And then then I have my longer sessions, which are about an hour. But I would get people that kind of wanted that generic in the field pose for an hour. And I just can't do, mm. I don't have that in me. It I can get it done in 15 minutes. We don't need the hour. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out how I can make my longer sessions just have more depth to them and I'm really leaning into like the lifestyle narrative documentary storytelling vibe yeah and I really want this year for those sessions to be very curated per client so I'm planning to do like a zoom planning call with them and a questionnaire and stuff I just don't know how to pitch this to the client base that I have because people are so used to me doing things a certain way that I don't know how to get people on board 
on board with that. So your, your mini clients or your shorter sessions wouldn't be affected by this, but it's your people that are currently booking you for an hour, but they like think that they need to be in a field for an hour when you can do it. Yeah. Shorter. And they're kind of, yep. And they're kind of leaning on me to guide and direct them the whole time for the hour. But really I want to have something for them to do so that I can just kind of document their interaction that's making sense like a thousand percent I mean that's what that's exactly what I that's what I do I mean I I broke it down to minis or story sessions and that's it so yep and what happened was is some of the folks that used to pay me more now just wait for minis but that's okay because my mini list is growing like crazy because I have a good pop-up for it it's a great offer and they sell out every single time so that's amazing yep the story sessions I'm just it's just that over communicating kind of thing we talk about all the time, like making sure it's laid out for them. But I just suggest activities. I say like, look, I'll, I'll pose you a little bit. We'll get some good ones, like some more casual good ones of all of you and combinations of you, the same kind of thing I would do in a mini session. So they have like directly at camera kind of happy posy ones, but I just tell them, I give them a list of activities. So, and a list of props. And so for example, my one of my favorite ones I did this year was baking Christmas cookies. So I showed up mm-hmm. and they were all set up to bake and I just documented about 45 minutes of them baking and laughing and occasionally I'd be like, "Look at me." And sometimes I'd just be focused on details or the dog or whatever. And then the last 15 minutes I did portraits of the family just, you know, on their couch or whatever. Okay. And it was awesome. It was great. So it's like almost like the last 15 minutes. It's like you're working in a mini into like this other scene. Mm-hmm. I did a lakeside. What are they called? Like like a big water slide party for a bunch of kids where they had like a oh God, water fun. slide yep. and like a bouncy housey water slide kind of thing and <laughs> like fun little snacks. And I mean, you can shoot that kind of stuff all day because there's so much going on. But if it's a family that's like, what do we do? I mean, this one family, I did just like a sprinkler out in the yard, you know, I mean, it was just like, and then like they had snacks afterwards or yeah, it's just, I think another family this summer I did like, uh, playing around by, they live on a lake playing around by the water. And then they did a a bonfire with marshmallow roasting at the end. Mm -hmm. And like an hour goes by pretty fast, but also you can get a lot of images in an hour. So, and then the, the only differentiator I have So I have three packages. I have a short story session, which is 30 minutes, but it's still like 850 or something like that. So it's still a good price point. And that's just almost like a mini, but at someone's house. So I don't try to like force an activity, but it's still worth it to me at that price point to within the metro go to someone's house for that, for that half. I mean, it's a half an hour. It's just a a double mini for a great rate. Do you get a lot of people booking the 30 minutes or? A lot of people book that. And it's actually, okay. yeah, it's never, I'm never like, oh, because again, there's no, we talked about resentment. There's no resentment if your price point's right. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for 450, that's different than, like I said, if you double it, you're going to be like fine with it, you know? And again, I, I can deliver a lot and so can you in a half an hour. So I don't, they're paying for a lot of different levels of value, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. the fact that I can get that many photos in that shorter time, blah, 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 blah. But my other two story sessions are just based on number of images and then like albums included and stuff like that. And they can trade. Some people I offer, like, if you don't want a book, you can just get more images. 
And they're like, some people will be like, yeah, we'll have, we'll take 15 more images instead of the book or whatever the numbers are. So you have a, the minis, a 30 minute and a one hour. Yep. In your one hour, you offer a book built into the price. Yes. Actually, no, I have a one hour and a 90 minute. So my story sessions are 30, 60, 90. The minis I just think of as like separate, (laughs) you know? Okay. And the 30 is just photos. Same. Yep. And then the 60, 90 have a book involved. Okay. I have like a higher... Because I want to also include a book. It's like $2,500. And that's like if you want me to come to your cabin for the afternoon or something. Yeah. Or go to the state fair for half the day. That's just, uh, it's more like almost like an event or like half of a wedding, right? You know, because you're there for maybe two or three hours. And that's a lot of photos. So right. I do have a lot of packages, but like it, it really feels simple because minis are just minis. And then it's like, do you just want a story session? People that go for that bottom story session usually do it because they feel like minis are too short or they want to do it somewhere other than the mini park, you know? And even if Mm -hmm. folks wanted to go to the field, it's still just 30 minutes instead of an hour. And so once we get into that hour mark, anything above the hour, I stress really strongly, like you don't want to do this unless you have some kind of activity. You don't need to do this unless you have an activity. Right. This is why. And so I haven't found myself this year at all getting people where you're trying to fill an hour because they just wanted to go to the field because they know that like, oh, that hour isn't necessary. Let's just do the half an hour. Yeah. And the hour of just me trying to direct it, it started, it's really draining for me, but I also don't think it's the best for them. I'm like, we could be spending this time getting some different kinds of photos here that would really, really be meaningful to you. We can get some of these nicer in the field ones, but then we could be doing something else. And I I think I need to just work on that for sure. My other pain point is pricing, because I've always been someone that shoots for an hour at a set price, Mm -hmm. and then I just give you the gallery. Like, yeah with all the good ones, right? And every year I've increased my prices more and more. So, but now this is different. This is a different feel. There's more work that goes into it. I want you to get a book. I just want it to be a much higher quality experience, but I feel like I'm gonna have to double my price. How do I not like (laughs) scare away all the clientele that I've built when they're expecting this certain thing by doubling my prices? I mean, I have certain families that come every year and they do want the one hour. I think it's communication because like my families, once I changed my rate, a lot of my repeat families just went down to that short story session because I told them after years of working with them, I said, trust me, you will get all of the images in this amount of time. We can do this. You're going to get enough. Yeah. If for some reason you're not happy with it, you know, like the next year we'll do longer. But, you know, 30 minutes is going to be more than enough time to get what you need. We used to do an hour. This is why I don't. And the other reason I gave people for not doing an hour. So they get 15. I'm looking at my price. The short story session, they get 15 images to download and keep. All of my story sessions, I give them proofing options. So they're looking at a proofing gallery and they're choosing their favorites, and then I'm going in and editing them. Whereas like you and I have talked about, we've done episodes, go back and check on these too, if you're interested. We've done episodes on how we run minis, and it's really nice just to edit the mini, give them 50, 40 images, whatever. They get 10, and if they want to buy all of them, fine. But that extra 15 minutes of editing doesn't really, it's worth it for how many people buy the whole gallery. 
And sending people and coordinating proofing galleries is a nightmare if you have right. 25 minis in two weeks or something, or even 10 minis. It's just like a lot. So I don't do proofing with minis, but I do proofing with all three of my story sessions, the short, the regular hour, and the 90 minutes. And that's amazing because people just look at their gallery and they're like, they choose ones that I would never choose sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why did they want that one? But I, you forget that they're choosing for emotion and you're choosing for aesthetic because you're a photographer and you don't. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, so they get 15, they can buy more for 15 each. So my average short story client spends the initial fee plus they usually buy usually five to 10 more photos, um, sometimes a lot more photos. Sometimes people ask me, can we just have the whole gallery? And then I give them a rate for that. And it's usually about the cost of the shoot. So it's like, I'm never feeling resentful about what I'm doing. Because 15 images is like really fun to edit too. Because you know that they love them and you're like, oh, I get to edit just 15. <laughs> yeah. For someone who maybe isn't familiar with what proofing is, that means like you get home, you call down to the best ones and you don't edit them, but you put them in a gallery for the client to see. And then the client can go through and pick the number amount that they get plus extras if they decide they want extras. And then you just edit those ones and deliver. Yeah. Them. And not just because PickTime's a sponsor, but because I love PickTime. PickTime offers an amazing proofing capability that interfaces with Lightroom. So yep. you can share the gallery connected to Lightroom. They can pick their favorites. Let's say they pick 20 instead of 15. I sync it up and I can see the 20 in Lightroom that they picked in PickTime, which is brilliant. So it's all ready to go, ready to edit. Then I usually just send them a paypal.me link for the additional images. It's just, I just say, they'll say, we've chosen our finals. We've got some extras in there. And then I'll say, great, here's the link to your extras. Once that's paid, I'll start editing. And that's my process. Yeah. It's so easy. They almost always choose more than what's included, but not always. And I'm still not resentful of that because 15 is a great number to edit. You know, you're not editing a bajillion. Yeah. Because yep. in 30 minutes, I shoot, a, I shoot a lot. So yep. I also try to take the workload off of them a little. So when I am calling for proofs, I really try to get rid of as many duplicates and crappy photos as possible. I really try to curate it so that it is a good gallery that they see, even though it's unedited. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. When it comes to like the clientele that I have and and making this drastic change on them, probably doubling my price. What do you suggest I do to cuz I it's not a pricing issue. I think I'm not doing a good enough job explaining the value of what I'm going to offer them. Because if they understood how valuable it was, I don't think the price would be as much of a shock. And if you offer something like my short story session is at the same price point as my hour used to be. So people might go like, oh, I'm only getting 30 minutes and I'm paying the same as I used to pay for an hour. That might bother like one in every 25 people. But honestly, like if they know you and you've worked with them before, I feel like for me, they trust me and they love their photos. And so if yeah, so if I say to them, look, this is just so much more time efficient for me. It's less for you and the kids. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, that was perfect. We don't need to do this for... Because an hour is long for people unless they have something to do. Yeah. 
I mean, an hour gets to be, I mean, I don't do a lot of 90 minutes. The 90 minute ones I've done were that, that brunch I told you about. I think I might've said it was an hour, but we did 90 minutes and that was perfect because they were making a whole meal and eating it, you know, but like if they didn't have that to do, it would have been, I mean, I would have been done in 20 minutes, you know? So I think, I think, okay, back to, I think people will understand, but I did hit a little bump with all of, I mean, I had 10 years of clients that were like, oh, so now I only get 15 images or now I only get 30 images. Yeah. And I just had to explain to them very clearly for me to edit all of the images that you were getting before 50, 60, 70 or more, you know, is not efficient. But I've also found that folks, when they go to print things, generally only use like 10 to 20 images. They don't use more than that. And so I would tell them that over and over and over. I would say, my research in 10 years of doing this is that most people don't need more than 15 to 30 images. And so it wasn't mm, that's good. just time efficient for me. So, you know, try it this way. You'll probably see that you get just as many that you're happy with and you can always buy more if you want. And they like knowing they can buy more, but there were only a couple people that were a little like, right. and I'm sure I've lost a couple of people. I mean, I can definitely think of people I haven't heard from but I've also gained a lot. Of, you know, I mean, I think it's you're always going to kind of have to play that game. But I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, this is great. The wheels are turning. I'm also wondering because I did a 30 minute session last year and I wasn't wasn't my favorite. It was kind of like, OK, these are two, just an extra long mini session. But I can see the value from the client's end. And I wonder if I just offered like a 30 minute to any past clients but future clients, I really just want minis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can totally do that because I allow people to double book minis. So I say like, if you think you need more time, you're welcome to book two minis back to back. Right. And if you have more than six people, I recommend that you do that. So I actually have a few clients that like meet me at the park and we do a half an hour because they're booking back to back minis. And that's great. The thing that the 30 minute provided me with was again that price point it kept a lot of people at the same price point but they had less time with me but they were still happy and then it also was enough money to make it worth my time to go to their house like a lot of people just wanted to be at their house so that was like the the big okay you know so it's like someone could do two minis in a row and they're at the park because you can't choose that because that's how minis work or someone might be like my grandparents are in town and they they're gonna hang out with the new baby and we'd love to be in our backyard and we don't need a ton of photos. Okay, we'll do 30 minutes in your backyard. And that was a great, great price point because I never felt, again, within the Twin Cities, I'm not driving like really far, but I never felt resentful going to their house for 30 minutes to do something like that. I mean, it's nothing, you know. Is your 30 minute then the price of two mini sessions? No, the price of two mini sessions is is less, but the 30 minute is just a little bit more. I mean, everything about minis is value. That's why people are like jumping all over them, right? So yeah. But it's close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. This helps a lot. Yeah. Between that 650 and 850 range for 30 minutes, I find is great. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. My one hour is 950 and my 90 minutes is 1450. And that's last year's prices. So I I think we're going to go 850, like 1150 and maybe a little, like I'm going to bump them a little bit because I was so busy last year. I just. I'm excited to like after thanks for this therapy <laughs> session by the way no i mean this was the thing that i was struggling with yeah i was super struggling with this coming out of COVID. i was like how can i 
get away from going to a park for an hour because people think they need an hour at a park. Yeah. Because you're they're not quote unquote doing anything. They're, you're just in a field and it's a bajillion photos and it's a pain in the ass to edit because they're not proofing anything. So you're editing like so many all around. It's just, you get resentful because you're not, you're not making enough money in that scenario for your time. Right. And usually by the end of the hour, people are a little cranky. Like you can just feel that it's, longer than it needs to be it's so much longer. you really can just be like okay now what now we gotta let's go over here and do the exact same thing we did over here but in this spot because what else are we gonna do yeah and if you're <laughs> a fast shooter like we are all you have to do is say like yes hey if you'd like anything beyond 30 minutes the way it works is we pick a couple of activities it could be as simple as chalk and bubbles in the driveway but like there must be some things going on in addition to like just me being there. Maybe we walk to the park or something like there just has to be something movie night, whatever, maybe not at night, but movie evening. So you have nice light. Yeah. Yeah. And people are really receptive to that. They're like, Oh, and that's why I have books in that hour long and 90 minute one because books, yep. books and storytelling work really well together. So it ends up looking really pretty. Well, hopefully that helps some people and you. <laughs> Helped one person. Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, it feels good though, because I actually this last year was the first year that I didn't show up to shoots feeling resentful. I was like, I felt like I everything was going the way it, it finally felt like that stuff that you're like that stickiness where you're like, uh, this this shit yeah, is that's what I've been feeling. Mm -hmm. And I always talk people down. Like a lot of people are like, Why would you tell someone to pay less? Well, if someone's like, Do you think we need 90 minutes? I'll be like, no, I think you'll be fine with 60. Right. You know, I'm not going to put people just for a little extra money. Like, I'm not going to put myself through extra shooting or other. I'm going to be honest with people. You know, I mean, I think that always goes better. Yep, totally. But what are you working on this this week, this year? Well, I am going to tweak what we just talked about a little bit, meaning like pricing and maybe just like the the type and quality of the books included. I might just play around with an a la carte thing. But for the most part, I'm going to leave everything kind of as it is. I'm going to try and do more uh, studio experimenting. So like the house that I just shot at for minis, I'm going to try and do like more fun indoor stuff in all of the seasons except for the fall. Because the fall is beautiful. The light's beautiful. I love being outside in the fall. And it's rare that you have to reschedule anything. But the rest of the year, I'm I'm interested in playing around with like some indoor settings because it gives me more times in the day I can shoot because I don't mind shooting at any time of day if it's indoors. That that bright sunlight doesn't bother me. Yeah, just kind of having like a different thing to do. Let's try out some different studio rentals and different houses and stuff like that and just see how it goes. That's about it. And then pushing my headshots a little bit more again because I really enjoy that. I was just talking to someone about indoor shoots. And I'm like, I honestly love indoor shoots because... I just feel like you can just be a lot more creative. I love doing in-home stuff because every home is different. Yeah. Every location is different. You have to find the nooks and crannies that work in each space. And I don't know. It's just not cookie cutter. I love doing indoor stuff. And the light falls so, like just the yeah. way light falls through windows and people's houses, you just get these these really lovely moments, you know? And I think that's maybe a tricky thing to communicate to people is like, really making sure they understand that they will get some posy pictures in a story session, but that what it's really about, you know, showing that it's about like these little moments, you know, and making sure that they can see that because 
you don't want a family that just expects super posy posy stuff and uh, doesn't like any of your artsy, you know, beam of light falling on a hand kind of vibe or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do. So yeah. just making sure you have good examples, I think, to show people is helpful. Awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not doing too much with photo this year, so we'll just, I'm just going to let it ride. I am going to dig in the Anami's simple sales system a little bit and see if maybe that'll be my big change because that's going to be a big, big change. But I don't know if that'll be this year or maybe next year. It's really nice to be in a place where the, you can just let the wheel spin. I feel like I'm really close to that too, of just like, I have a few more things to figure out and then I'm just going to let the business run for a while. It's great. Ready it's for that. Great. Yeah. You've built a beautiful job for yourself that you like, that you control. You know, I love that. Mm-hmm. It feels easier. It feels much more open and easy than it ever has. I feel like I, all of these years of doing this. And again, I can't stress enough for people listening. Like, I have to say this because it just drives me nuts as an educator. Like, you have to try out stuff and figure out what works for you. Like you might be listening going 30 minutes is never enough for me. Well, then don't do that. Like if you need time and you're like a slow shooter, it's just different than how I shoot. So make sure that you're make sure that you're experimenting until it feels good, but feels good for you. You know, I mean, I could tell you exactly what I do. Not you necessarily, but anybody listening and just might not be for you. Yep. That's such good advice. That goes for anything in life. You know, you don't just copy what you see. You got to, I mean, you can try, get inspiration and try something that someone else does. And you you have to try and then you have to decide if it actually works for you or not. Yeah. Amen. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, Audrey. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've heard me talk about PickTime before, but don't skip past this. This is big news from PickTime. It's a game changer. I am so excited about this. This is going to change my business for sure. PickTime is now offering blogs. Yeah, blogs. What does that mean? You can go directly to your gallery. So let's say you have a beautiful mini session gallery that you've already shared with your clients that's already connected to your awesome store where they can buy stuff. And you can just, with like the click of two buttons, make all of those photos in that gallery into a beautiful blog post. Not only that, you can get a link to that blog post, which takes people to pick time, or this is my favorite part, you can get an embed code. You can literally create this in seconds and embed it on your own website so that you can get the SEO traffic if you want to. But if you wanted to just make a quick blog post for say a wedding client to look through or a really easy way to tell a story, there's so many cool features with this. It is the newest product from PickTime and it is going to change the game. You don't need to upload images twice. This is optimized for SEO. There's tons of customizable color palettes, font collections, photo grids and multiple layouts. So if you want your blog to look a certain way, you can do that. There's slideshows. You can allow videos or GIFs, all that stuff. You can embed directly into the blog post. It's amazing. This feature is coming soon in February. As of this recording, which is February 2nd, it should be well on its way. If you are not a paid member of PickTime and you would like to take part in this when all of this launches in the next few days, Go to PickTime, and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, that's PHOTOBIZHELP, to get one month free. So this is like the best thing ever. You can try it for a month, 
keep paying if you want to. And that's it. It's a great deal. I swear this is going to change everything and it's going to save people so much time. So head over to PickTime and when you upgrade to a paid plan, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP for one month free and enjoy this new blog feature. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year.